2: This episode of the IGN UK podcast is brought to you by X-Files Cold Cases, available now exclusively from Audible.
1: Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast and just off the bat I'm going to say that we've got Adam Wingard on the show later on talking about... What, Death Note. You still a very nice Death man. Note. He was a very nice man. Me and, me and Rory Powers went to interview him and he talks about Death Note. He talks about uh Godzilla versus King Kong. So that is coming up later on. But before that, my name is Gav Murphy. Opposite me is Daniel Kruper. To my left is someone who's never been on this podcast before. Andrew
0: Goldfarb. <laughs> what the fuck? And to the right, Zach Ryan. That's true. I've also never been on this podcast before. I'm what are you guys doing here? First time for everything. Uh, Andrew and I are here to finish up planning for Gamescom. Yeah. Uh, which happens next week, and oh, uh, also just come to hang out Remain and do nice kisses yeah. on your guys' faces. I'm gonna
3: yeah. embarrass you because you just said that way back when you used to listen to the IGN UK
4: podcast. I right? I it all yeah. the time, yeah.
0: Uh, didn't you know look that Andrew? Did you now. Yeah, know no, that Andrew like, used yeah, to man. listen to every IGN podcast? Yeah, Brilliant. I
4: was a very, I was a huge IGN fan for a while because my job was literally to stand still for several hours at a time and then yeah. to wait in a room until I could stand still. And, so and I now, now we can't fucking stand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now I just move <laughs> but like crazy. For,
1: so, some people who maybe don't listen to the stuff you guys do, who are you, Andrew?
4: Uh, I run news and out of our San Francisco office, and I am on our PlayStation podcast, Podcast Beyond. And I am nothing else, and I'm still talking. Also, <laughs> you, you
3: just r- realize very quickly, no one's going to say Beyond Back at you now. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. fine. We from right. coming. Fine, yeah.
0: Yeah. Zach, who are you? Uh, I work on features. I work on our features team. Yeah. Um, so I'm responsible for a lot of, like, big-ticket feature stuff out of the U.S., and uh, I'm also a co-host on uh, Nintendo Voice Chat every week. Yeah,
1: yeah. I love it. So you guys do the, um, I really like the MVC, like, vlogs you guys do you guys do like yeah. behind the
3: scenes
0: mike like mamone thing. handles yeah. all that stuff it's really yeah. cool he kind of just decided one day out of the blue he's like well i'm just gonna do this he's good at well, that, it too yeah but, yeah. but also yeah. i
3: didn't know about this so i was on beyond the e3 and then afterwards Guillaume was shooting me with a camera i was like it's for himself yeah yes. this is for his private collection he goes home, he's like oh what a good day with my good buddy daniel i got four hours of footage of crooper <laughs> just
0: <laughs> candidly so just doing his thing I was like oh, what, right, what does
1: Guillaume do what's his job he's like he's on dnc he's on design team here that's right yeah so i want to so this design guy, Guion, uh, who helped design like the Pritch Trilogue and stuff like that, I was out boozing uh, E3. You? And uh, he came over to like me and Todd and um, some other people. And uh, he was just like, he was like, oh, I'm really sorry, Todd. And Todd was like, it's fine, man. It's fine. Like, don't worry about it. And I was like, well, i got to know what this is about. Right. And I was do. like, what, so what's this about? And basically, what he did was, so like Guion was like shooting this like behind the scenes stuff, putting up it on his own Instagram. Um, and he goes into uh, E3 like it's like before the show had opened, uh, and was shooting like a bunch of stuff, just like literally his from the show his floor. It's like, yeah. hey, it's Gia. Like, what's up? Like to his like you know, couple of hundred followers on Instagram. Scooty guard sees him. You're not allowed to shoot anything. Yep. At before all.
0: The, yeah, before the floor opens, that's a huge. Yeah, runo, yeah. comes
1: over, just takes his exhibitor pass off him, and it's like, get out. It's like what? No, no, no! I work, I work for IGN, so like, I'm gonna fuck it out. Yeah. And he's just like, it was this big thing that everyone had to sort out, and it's like,
0: what? What game got uh, leaked a couple of years ago? Mario from, Maker. Mar- Yeah, Super yeah. Mario Maker. Yeah. People yeah. are smart in
3: yeah. previous years, what you can do, you can search Instagrams by geolocation. Yeah. I did so you can time, see though. like if people are Twitter, like Instagramming from the convention center. That's yeah. where Andrew
4: gets
0: all his hot scoops.
4: Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. geolocation. Oh, just text. all year round. I'm just yeah. like, oh man, at the LA Convention Center today, I found out that uh, this guy dropped a hot dog in the ground because that's mm-hmm. all that anyone ever Instagrams from.
3: <laughs> Did you guys think we were going to be talking about video games? Yeah, no, that's not happening. Uh, fucking printer. Is uh,
1: so annoying. here's
0: a, here's the a thing that happened on the way over here. Uh, yeah. I was talking to Andrew about kind of our game plan coming into the office and like what we wanted to accomplish. Are you Taking out X first? Y Z. Yeah. What's that? Who are you taking? Our out hit first? list. Yeah, the hit list. And uh, I was like, well, they also invited us to be on the UK podcast. And Andrew's like, that's great. That sounds awesome. What is the UK? Oh <laughs> you, yeah,
3: you, you find out. <laughs> but well, that's exactly. the thing. It's like in recent years, we realized... Hey they've got the the, they've got the Xbox thing sorted. They've definitely got the Playstation stuff down, Nintendo's down. So, it's, it's more, it's more yeah. lifestyle experiential? Perfect. That's what yeah. we've got. Yeah, we, we, don't
1: even, we don't even film ours because, like, you guys have got all the hotties over in the San Francisco office and we're all like the little British gargoyles. So, we don't even film this shit anymore. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> like, actually are like, we do not want this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's one of those things as well where we filmed it for so long. it's a sorry to the people who used to watch the film version. Yeah. But, like, no one was watching it. It was yeah, such sure. a pain in the ass to do it. Right. Yeah, yeah. And the suicide we, rates were, like, through
4: the roof. Yeah. Actually, and then, footage, as, soon,
1: yeah. As, soon as, we, as soon as we killed it, everyone was just like, all oh, the people who used to watch this podcast and I was like, more people have complained about the fact that there's video I Actually, watched yeah. it. Yeah. Yep, no good. Um, but that's good. But yeah, so let's drop some Adam Wingard on you. So if you don't know who Adam Wingard is, um, he's a really amazing horror director. Um, I really like Your Next. He's a really good guy in that. Um, but he's a super nerd as well. Okay. Um, so he did Death Note for Netflix, which is like the. It's an anime. Yeah, it's, an, it it's, a, live it's basically action, like ad- an adaptation of the... Not basically, yeah. it is a
0: live-action adaptation of the anime.
1: Um, Because I've the only thing I'd seen of Death Note before was a really shit live adaptation of it, but it was a... um Japanese one. Yeah, they did a Japanese one. Yeah, oh, I, think no, it's, okay. I think it's That's like awful. poorly received. Like, yeah, yeah, it's really, it's really, really bad. So I was like, I still haven't seen this yet, but we interviewed him, Power saw it, and Power's like super excited about it. It's really, really good. Um, I'm kind of excited for it because it looks like a proper horror film. It's sure. got Willem Dafoe as the... I can't remember what it's called. The monster that the kills the big people. scary Creepy thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. his name scary.
0: is yeah. I forget. Yeah. Oh, the Green yeah. Goblin. I've thing. watched yeah. yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. yep. yeah.
1: I've watched um, the anime, but I don't remember that and, dude's name. But like um, one of the main characters is a guy called L, and yeah. basically he's like the guy who's killing everyone, but killing everyone for the right reasons. And L is kind of against him, but is also quite good. So it's like it's weird. L's thing. A
0: de- L's a detective. Yeah. that basically picks up his case. Yeah, um, and he's can be, when. Uh, the main character starts filling out the death note and people start dying. L's the person that's like, these are all connected and I'm going to figure out how. And like chases him down. Yeah, yeah. So the guy playing him is a guy called, it's called Lakeith Stanfield. Mm -hmm. He's like one of the best
1: friends in Atlanta, which Uh is like my favorite thing this year. Like it's so, so good TV show. And he's also the guy that shouts get out in get out. He's the guy. He's a hero. Get out. out. That's a good role. Uh, He's the guy who says, get out, he gets to say it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, And if you get to say the actual name of the film, that's the big bucks. Yeah. yeah. Like, the people who say Lord of the Rings and Lord of the Rings, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Like that
0: part where Aragorn turns to the camera <laughs> yeah. and is like, ah, oh, yes, now we know once and for all who
4: is <laughs> Lord, Lord of the Rings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I remember that part. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so here's him talking about Death Note, a bunch of other stuff, and yeah, he was, he was really funny. It's like, it's kind of weird doing an interview with Rory. I'd never done that before. And it's like, it, you try not to fuck about too much but it is rory who i fuck about with 99 percent of the time so it's like trying to like do this interview but then also
3: actually listen to the guy who yeah, made the actually, film actually
1: actually listen to the guy but also at the same time make sure i'm still taking the piss out of rory um so, you yeah. can do
3: both you I can, I can, I can we've, both got, we've, got, both. we've uh, got a lot of price for that
1: uh, yeah so the, here's adam wingard talking about some nice
5: stuff so yeah we were just sort of wondering like what's your history with the anime um Well, with with not just this anime, but anime in general, you know, it really goes pretty far back. I mean, uh, if you'd asked me what my favorite film was, you know, when I was in high school, it would have been Ninja Scroll, you know, and uh, and probably Akira right behind that. Um, You know, uh, I I have a couple brothers, and, um, you know, we, we, you know, one of our main obsessions was anime, and I think it was probably because, you know, I'm from Alabama, and, you know, growing up out there, you're kind of, you know, all... all all the kids that you're growing up around just want to talk about trucks and baseball and stuff, and that wasn't really our interest. You know, we were always into movies and stuff, and anime was one of those things that was just, you know, and even, like, Japanese films in general, you know, like, and and Hong Kong movies, actually. um, You know, those were just things that just felt so far away and different from where we were that it was just fascinating to us. And so, you know, like, it was, I guess it was when I was in middle school or so, um, that uh, Cartoon Network started uh, this thing called Toonami, and I you know, remember Toonami, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, so yeah. I was obsessed with Toonami, you know, because like they would play, um, you know, stuff like Tinchi Muyo and things like that, you know. And so there was like all these like cartoons that were suddenly coming through that we'd never heard of before, yeah. and we were able to see, and um, and so you know, like so anime was like one of my number one obsessions growing up, uh, Macross Plus, those kind of things, and. So, you know, you fast forward, you know, quite a few years later <clears throat> and um, i kind of really gotten out of, you know, watching a lot of anime um, around, maybe around 2006 or so, you know, yeah. and um, it was just one of those things where, you know, my interest just went into different areas and I wasn't, I, I just wasn't up to speed on a lot of things. I would see things occasionally, but um, so, you know, it was around, it was about four years ago. Um, my brother, uh, called me on the phone kind of randomly and, uh, we were talking and he just kind of, at the end of the conversation, he says, oh yeah, you know, I I've been meaning to tell you, if you, um, if you ever get a chance to adapt something, uh, you should do death note and, um, you know, which I'm just like, well, yeah, I'm sure it's just that easy, you know, I'll just, yeah. <laughs> I feel like doing this, I'm going to go do it, you know, um, especially at that time. Uh, But that was the first time that my awareness was really drawn to it. Like I'd heard the name Death Note before, and um, but my impression of it was I thought it was like a horror thing. I thought it was like One Miss Call or Ring, you know, like one of those kind of like, you know, like a horror movie. You write somebody's name in the note and they die, you know. Like, uh, but like you know, from that kind of perspective. And so um, after that call, like you know, that's when I started like kind of you know getting into it and reading the manga. And uh, for me, it was the manga first, and then the anime, and then. you know, and then from there, um, you know, that's uh, that's just where my familiarity went to it. And then it was like oh, a couple years later, again, like another two years, that's when I randomly got the script sent to me. And it was like, oh, wow, like, <laughs> you know, uh, my brother uh, kind of like foresaw this or something, yeah. you know, because like, he's never told me that I should adapt anything, you know, or, you know, even like talking about movies that I should do. And, uh, what
2: was that phone call like? Voting him up and saying, so you know that uh, anime you said I should make a movie of? Uh. Yeah, you
5: know, it's funny because I don't really remember when that came around. I think I might have just told him that I had it and then, and then you know, it was, it was a pretty easy process to get involved with it because, you know, um, at the time the movie was set up over at Warner Brothers and, um, you know, it was actually the easiest movie to get because uh I'd read the script uh actually I read the script the morning before my meeting. I think I'd forgotten I had this meeting and I was like, Oh <laughs> shit, I should read that. And uh and the script it needed a lot of work, but it was pretty clear that um uh that it was the bones of a really cool movie. Yeah. Um and uh and it's much different than the movie that we actually ended up making, uh, in a lot of ways. But uh yeah, I just went into WB and um I met with, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He, he's he's not working as head of production anymore. Uh, Greg Silverman. And, um, you know, it was kind of funny because Greg was like pitching me on uh, initially doing Meg, you know, the giant shark movie, and I'm like, look, I I, I, I hate sw- I hate the ocean. I, I hate swimming. I'm but terrified of the books. ocean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Death. I love killing people and notebooks and, yeah, no, so, uh, so, really, I was just like, you know, I'm not interested in that, but I did really like Death Note, and he was like, really? You know you're my top pick for that. I was like, no, how would I know that? <laughs> and it was really, like, th- that easy, and then I went in and, you know, I had a couple, like, very casual pitches but you know they were already really into the idea of me doing it and you know then it went from there. I had a
1: similar thing like the mangas that I watched when I was a kid so my mom didn't really know what she was buying me so my mom would buy me these tapes like I collected like the Giver tapes like every month. Oh yeah. So my mom would buy them for me because she thought animation, it's like cartoons, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And I think she walked in on me watching like a Giver when I was like part eight. And right. it was like, that's <laughs> when stuff was really fucking kicking off in the guy as well. Yeah. And she walked in she was just like, where'd you get this? I was like, you literally bought it for me. <laughs> and yeah. I was, like, so I didn't get to see like the last four parts of the Giver for oh, wow. years because I was like really, super young, like 11 or something like that. Yeah. I was like, I shouldn't have been watching that shit.
5: <laughs> yeah, I don't think my parents knew because I mean I'm sure if they'd ever walked in on us watching Ninja Scroll, they would have yeah. been completely shocked. You know?
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because even for me it was like, I started with Dragon Ball Z because that was on Toonami as yeah, well. Yeah, Toonami, yeah. show that all the time and then kind of progressing through the usual path of like Naruto and Bleach and the long-running ones. Mm-hmm. But I think as soon as you are aware of anime and the the series that exist in in that world, Death Note is a name that always keeps popping up and you always hear people going, have you seen Death Note yet? You know, right, you got to yeah. check out Death Note. Totally. So as soon as I, like I managed to check out the film uh, last week and I think it's really interesting what you said about uh, the script having the bones of something great?
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the version that I read initially, it took place in Chicago. Uh, L was a much sm- uh, smaller part in it, you know, and um, and it was a lot less weird than the version of the film that we actually ended up making. It was a lot more straightforward, and, yeah. uh, um, you know, it didn't have uh, me. It wasn't in it at all, you know, and so all those things were things that, you know, I brought to it and kind of, you know, the first thing I immediately did was I pushed it into Seattle and then upped L's role, and uh, and Mia came in later. You know? Yeah,
2: because a lot of, at least from my perspective, a lot of what the Death Note series is about is the battle between Light and L, and these two Absolutely. geniuses always... It's like a game of chess, you know? They're always trying to outplay each other.
5: Yeah, the phrase that's always thrown around, it's like a cat and mouse game, you yeah. know? and Yeah, uh, and, and, yeah and, and, you know, from the get-go, it was always, you know, like, whenever we were adapting, uh, you know, the questions we were always asking ourselves was, you know, like, what... What are what are the thematic elements that make Death Note Death Note? You know, like because we knew that we were going to be taking a departure in a lot of like literal kind of story ways and character ways, and so then the question became like, well, you know, like, you know, then what's the core of this thing that makes it that? And so you know, obviously the cat and mouse thing was 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 up there, and the. Uh, and, and really, you know, the, obviously the exploration of the morality, the good and evil, the and what's in between the gray area and things like that. And, you know, and so through developing, you know, the film with those in mind, you know, we kind of realized that each one of these characters, you know, kind of represented a different aspect of, of that. And they kind of fluctuate into different parts of that good and evil and gray area in between, you know. And so, like, you know, if you take, like, you know, Light's dad, Light, Mia, and L, and Ryuk's kind of off on the side. You know, yeah. and you know, because in a way, Ryuk is like, you know, I guess I guess he's he he's evil just because he's you know uh, he's really into people getting murdered. But ultimately, you know, I think Ryuk kind of represents the audience anyways because he's very much more of a he just wants to be entertained. He's a passive observer, yeah. and even though he kind of insinuates to Light a lot of times in the film. Um, that, he's, uh, that he's pulling strings and stuff, really he's just, you know, kind of saying that just to uh, mess with his head, but really he's not doing anything, you know? yeah. which is, which is a, a tricky thing with a character. A character that actually uh, technically doesn't do anything is one of those things where, because like in the original script I had, Ryuk was almost in it, like almost not at all, you know. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, and I'd heard that, uh, and I'd never read it, but I heard that there was earlier drafts where Ryuk wasn't in the script whatsoever. And there were some people at WB that I had talked to, that were like, "Oh, we love Death Note, but you know, we keep telling them they need to cut Ryuk out of the script." I was just like, "You know, I don't think you guys know what you're talking about because, like, <laughs>
2: he's the death in Note. Like, yeah, you can't just I mean, do
5: that. Yeah, exactly. And he's the main carryover. He's he's the one literal carryover we took from the original series. And yeah. Yeah. you know, he's he's pretty much um, not perfectly translated because he's maybe a little bit less." you know he he has a little bit more silly moments in the original series which are really fun and you know and I tried to give him still a little bit of that vibe we just don't go quite as over the top with yeah. it you know with his uh his um uh addiction to apples and all that kind yeah. of stuff i mean he, that's there but it's not as like yeah. he's not having withdrawals in the film you know as much <laughs> as i would love to do that and maybe for the sequel especially now that everybody knows you know because it's, it's it's one of those things where you know i think especially, you know, uh, producers and, and, uh, you know, executives, I think a character like that scares them a bit because, you know, know, I think on the page it reads like it's going to be kind of, like, ridiculous. And now, you know, that the movie's tested and, you know, gotten out there a bit, you know, I think everybody realizes that Ryuk is, like, you know everybody's favorite thing. And he, so, I was just going
2: to say that he was actually my favorite. Part exactly, of the movie. yeah. And I was I was genuinely a little bit worried because uh, obviously this isn't the first live action Death Note movie they've been. We obviously have the Japanese ones mm-hmm. where Ryuk was very heavy on the CGI side. Yeah, yeah. Um,
5: well, and th- I mean the the approach to Ryuk was almost. Uh, you know, a response to the to way that he did it in the Japanese film, because, uh, yeah, he is just fully CGI, he's all out there. Yeah. And the first thing I wanted to do is, I was like, well, if we're going to do the big budget, you know, um, Americanized Death Note thing, it's like, the first thing we got to do is, like, you know, bring Ryu to life in a way you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, you know, actually, the first, you know, approach to him was, you know, uh, because I did want something on screen, we actually built a eight or nine foot tall animatronic version of Ryuk that's like a puppet. And, um, Amazing. you know. <laughs> you tell
2: me you have this in your house now. <laughs> I, just, I, I don't have it, design. unfortunately.
5: It was, uh, it was actually kind of a disaster. The, it looked really, really cool, yeah. but it was one of those things where like, when we did our test of it, I mean, first off. It was too it, strong.
2: It <laughs> <people>. became sentient. <laughs> yeah. It must be
5: destroyed. <laughs> Well, no. Like the the first off, it was like it was just massive. I mean, not just up and down, but it was it had this like rig attached to it that was like twelve feet long on the other side. You know, so like yeah. this way it's twelve feet, this way it's like you know almost nine feet tall. And um, the the animatronic stuff, we just never really got it there. So like, you know, if he would like look in this direction, to be like, beep, beep, you know, and like, you know, his mouth would kind of like, you know, and-
1: it's like a shark from Jaws. Also. <laughs> yeah, it really was.
5: And, and you know, and I was just picturing myself on set, you know, like take after take, trying to get this fucking animatronic thing to work. And so we just threw that out right away. You You're know, like it's basically. a dude in a suit, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and it's funny because like one of my uh, my my VFX editor on the film, he's uh, he's kind of a one of a kind guy where he's he's really obsessed with um, you know nineteen uh, fifties era like you know kind of uh, UFO movies and monster okay. films Godzilla and stuff like that and you know so he was like really interested to see this animatronic thing you know and I told him about it he couldn't believe that we'd almost did that yeah I should have uh, told
1: him <laughs> yeah exactly
5: <laughs> no but so what we ended up doing after that was is um, you know, Because we knew that wasn't going to work, um, we actually hired this actor, Jason Lyles, who's a seven-foot-tall actor, and um, he's actually wearing the costume, and we did face replacement. And um, And credit to the uh, VFX team, uh, Colin Strauss, who's the VFX supervisor, I mean, he, uh, he really helped push the idea of, like, let's get as much on camera as possible. He's yeah. not one of these, like, it's got to be CGI guys, you yeah. know, and all that. And what, what we did, because we knew that he was going to be shot in the dark, most of the time, because um, I always wanted it to feel, you know, like you were kind of like trying to figure out what you were looking at, um, that, uh, but we knew that his eyes were going to be glowing so that there'd be something there. And so on set, um, you know, it was the full costume, the face was cut out, but they they created these kind of LED uh, glasses that kind of look like these red lights, you know, that look yeah. like eyes, you know? Um, and so... It gave us a lot of confidence, you know, because we could look at that and say, okay, you know, like, even though we're not lighting this face, you, yeah. you, you know, you know it's back there. there, you know that the just the eyes alone is going to sell a lot of it, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know.
2: He was he was scary. I mean, because I, I, the first time he came uh, on screen, you have that scene where he's kind of silhouetted, and you see the spikes rising, like, on oh, yeah. the shelves, and I was like, oh, here's Ryu, you know, like, he's going to have some little corpse jokes. <laughs> and jokes, then 30 seconds later, just... <laughs> Petrified, you know. Like, it really played out well. Yeah. I would have loved to see the animatronic, but yeah. <laughs> the final not that good. Yeah.
1: I guess like Willem de Dafoe, uh, Willem Dafoe's voice sells it as well. Was it always going to be Willem Dafoe?
5: Yeah. Well, you know, funny enough, um, you know, uh, whenever we were first compiling our list of uh, of people who were going to voice Ryuk, um my my initial thought was like, let's do something completely unexpected with it, um, and kind of base it around more of like re glam rock stylings, you know, because he clearly hmm. looks like he's like an 80s goth glam rocker. Yeah, And so I was like, it would be really awesome if David Bowie did the voice. And so, like, you know, like he was at the top of the list. And then, like, right before we got into the casting of it, then David Bowie died. And so it was like, wow, okay, that's, you know, that, that didn't work out, you know. <laughs> and so then the next person on the list, I'm not even joking, it was Prince and then oh, Prince died, and then it was these like... these fucking names in the book. and <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, I was like our, <laughs> our, casting <laughs> list, our casting list was literally like a death shit, note, really? so, um, so then I kind of decided, like, let's not kill any more music icons, and uh, and Willem Dafoe was at the top of the list uh, for actual, just like, normal actors, and... Yeah. Uh, you know, and for me, it's really rare that you—the first guy you go after—is the one that you get. And, yeah. um, You know, we—he was the first one we actually approached, and uh, and and he just immediately said yes uh, for whatever reason. <laughs> How do you think it would have worked with Prince doing that? And now that you've seen the finished film, yeah. Oh, I think it would just—you know—it it would have just been a different approach to it. You know, um, I, I, you know, it, it definitely would have been a different type of reuke. Uh, yeah. But I think we would have probably played up a little bit more of kind of an, uh, an uh, effeminate type of glam yeah. rocker kind of vibe to his motions. And, uh, um, I mean, I think David Bowie would have been a little bit closer of a match. But, yeah. uh, you know, I, I think whenever you're casting, you're always trying to think about, like, not not what's the obvious choice, but what's, like, something that's kind of left field and really interesting. And, yeah. uh, and, and for so, whatever reason, those just two felt really interesting to me. And... Um, now they're dead, so.
2: <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, so I'd love to talk a little bit about the ending of the film, mm-hmm. which is kind of left quite ambiguous and open-ended. Mm-hmm. Um, is that an uh, indication that we might be able to see more films in this franchise? Because obviously, if, you, you know, if you've seen the series, you know, there's a lot more content to cover. You've got um, oh, yeah. uh, Nier, Mello, kind of. and the other detectives. Is there's this something that you'd like to <laughs> possibly do in the future?
5: Uh, absolutely. I mean, when I pitched it to Netflix, you know, like, because, you know, we were at WB and the movie went into a turnaround over there. Um, you know, WB was going through sort of a, um, a bad spot, you know, with, uh, they had a couple flops in a row, like Pan, Heart of the Sea and stuff like that. And so they were kind of getting, they were kind of emptying their slate of anything that was a mid-budget range movie. And um, and so, uh, you know, we got the pretty pretty abruptly, you know, it was really, it was actually kind of shocking because... Um, there was no indication that it was coming down the pipe. Everybody was like, we're good to go. This is happening. You know, we were doing budget, uh, breakdowns yeah. and everything. And I was finishing Blair Witch at the time. So like on Friday, we finished the mix for Blair Witch. I went out of town Saturday and Sunday with the idea that Monday I was going to come back home and start working on the film on the drive back. I get a call from my manager and he's like, he says something kind of cryptic. I'm like, w- w- what do you mean? And he's like, oh, wait, you haven't heard? I'm the one who's going to have to fucking tell you? And then he tells me that, like, the movie got dropped at WB. And it was like, wow, okay. You know, I'm literally going there for the first day. Sure. And, so this uh, is before
1: Blue, which comes out. So, like, obviously before Blue, yeah, was went bananas. It was, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was
5: way before. And so... Um, and so that was like a big bummer, and uh, you know, and I thought, okay, well, there's no way this movie's gonna happen. You know, this is like, you know, a really expensive, rated R movie about a magic notebook and a demon. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, who's gonna pick yeah. this up? You yeah. know, and which ultimately it's fine because I think WB would have lost the nerve and they would have gone PG-13. And I think there was already sw- slight whisperings of um, the budget going down um and and we were already kind of like right we you know we we knew what the movie needed to cost and um so you know it wasn't but like a week later netflix you know kind of swooped in and it was just kind of like perfect Perfect timing for everybody and they were ready to do it the budget actually i think we did it for even more than what we would have done at wb and obviously the rating was an issue so when i went to netflix you know like my I uh, I pitched them you know as it, as a series, you yeah, know, because obviously, you know this film doesn't cover a lot of territory, you know, even though like even what we cover is still basically just loosely based on what happens in the manga. you can yeah. still kind of follow you know what you know basically the first two maybe two and a half books, you know, yeah. not counting like Mia's involvement or Misa and um, and so, um, so yeah, I mean, like I, I saw, I see it as at least two films. You know, I think there's like a solid two films, maybe three, and then you could spin it off into other things. Like I think it'd be really cool to do, like an L, you know, origin story movie. You know, mm-hmm. where you kind of see, you know, the the program that he was raised in. You know, because our version of it is a lot more nefarious than yeah, you know the, yeah. than the original manga version and. uh but you know all that's based on you know you know real type of things that are really going on you know mm-hmm. and so that that would be an interesting exploration for me and 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 you know i've heard them talk about potentially like maybe you know like after we do some movies some like a tv show version oh, and, awesome. Um, you know and but yeah the ending you know i i feel like the movie works as a closed loop you know like because i think In a lot of ways, uh, you know, it is intimidating to try to think about doing uh, a sequel just because I feel like the movie thematically really uh, says a lot of stuff and it really ties itself together, Um, you know, and, and, and I do like the idea that that movie just ends with, everybody completely fucked you know like like nobody ends in a good place you know and uh but yeah it is definitely opened up where uh we could jump in and do a sequel and it's it's ready to go for it you know do you think in
1: one of those maybe sequels or the tv series we'd get to see the potato chip scene
5: (laughs) you know what like i was talking about this the other day i was like You know, uh, while we were shooting the film, the whole time I was like, "Oh, should we get that potato chip scene in the film?" And you know, like I really wrestled with that, you know, because it's obviously such an iconic part of the series and just a funny thing. But, but ultimately, you know, I didn't, I didn't push for it because you know, it's just, it's a different sense of humor, it's a different tone than the final movie we're doing. But. You know, in retrospect, what I should have done in the last round of like, pickups is I should have shot like a post credit sequence for it, you yes. know, and uh, just thrown in it at the end. And, you know, I was, I'm really kicking myself uh, for not <laughs> doing that, you know, because I think the, it would have been fun.
1: thing is, it's hard because, like, one of the things we want to talk about is, like, how difficult it is dealing with, like, how do you get the balance right between dealing with, like, super dedicated fans who are expecting, like, a few things from a Death Note thing and actually wanting to make your own movie.
5: Yeah, I mean, like I think initially when I went into it and you know, and I started developing the script, you know, I, I really tried pretty pretty carefully to stay as close to the source material as possible. But um, ultimately, you know, when you take you know uh, something out of Japan, you know, Death Note in itself is such a Japanese thing in yeah. pretty much every way, you know. Mm-hmm. And so when you take that out of Japan, it just changes everything, you know, really, and um, including like the character motivations and all that kind of stuff. And, and so, you know, I, I found myself like in kind of a weird position where the more I tried to kind of keep it the same, the, the more it just felt like it, it, it just kind of fell apart yeah. in this context um, for whatever reason and so yeah i was pretty terrified the whole time because i was like i just i know that there's going to be some people that are going to eat me so eat me alive for you know some of the decisions we're making you know because especially like the decisions in terms of um the way the characters act you know light is very different you know in a lot of ways mia is actually much more like light in the anime you know yeah i agree Um, with that but you know the idea with them was always to you know, uh, you know, I just thought it was, it, it was very interesting the 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 kind of dynamic, the Adam and Eve kind of dynamic of you know the male and female coupling, you know, coming together to uh, give birth to Kira, as opposed to it just being about this one guy, mm. and you know, obviously L has a different um, escalation of his character, you know, uh, in in the anime he would never. <clears throat> He would never emote in the same way as he does in in our film. But, you know, that's a purposeful thing that we're doing, you know, in terms of, you know, his background is different in this one. And his relationship with his handler, Watari, Mm -hmm. is one of those things where once Watari's out of the picture, you know, El's not only kind of like starts falling apart, but at the same time, it's almost like he's starting to develop more of a personality yeah. becoming more of a human you know which involves him becoming angry and emoting and all those yeah, kind of things yeah. and he stops eating the candy and the candy may or may not be you know, like some sort of weird mind control additives in there or something, you know? So- I think that's
1: what you gotta do. You've kind of gotta make your own thing with it. Yeah. Because I remember like, I was a huge fan of Juon, and then when they remade that, when they made like the American version, everything was exactly the same, except for the main character. Yeah, it was like, now
5: Bill Pullman's in it. Yeah,
1: (laughs) it like took place in Japan. It's just like, why have you kept everything uh, and changed it? It's like, this is pointless. That's
5: ultimately kind of the conclusion I came to too, is I was like, this just has to be, you know, Adam Wingard's death no because yes. you know whenever you're adapting something if you adapt it really closely but you just change a couple little things yeah. i feel like that's just more offensive than anything whereas at least this you know from the very get go we're saying this is a whole new beast and yeah. you know obviously like there's inspirations from the original series and you know and, and some direct carryovers but for the most part it's a, it's a new experience you yeah. know
2: i do when i was watching it it did feel like it was The same situation where Death Note has fallen on someone called Light. Mm -hmm. But almost as if it's in a parallel universe where the characters are all there but just tweaked ever so slightly and events play out in a completely different way. The only one I really feel like could have existed in both of those worlds is Ryuk. Exactly. It's as if he could... You know, he's wherever the Death Note goes. Well, that's right.
5: Yeah, he's like the carryover. And, you know, I mean, and and the thing was, is getting into it is that, you know, and obviously we've had a little bit of controversy in terms of um, the approach to it. But then again, you know, people haven't seen the movie. So they're kind of lashing out the fact that, you know, most anime adaptations have been horrible. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, uh, you know, like, you know, when we were going into it, it was kind of like, okay, you know, here's this manga series. Uh, here's the anime that faithfully adapts it to a T basically and here's like you know four or five movies or whatever it is you know that have already adapted this thing so this has actually already been done before yeah. you know and so instead of doing this kind of like you know half ass bullshit version of it let's just take this and do something completely fresh and you know yeah. and the the creators are hundred percent behind that vibe and you know they've seen the movie and stuff and they like the movie they like the direction we took with it and um You know, uh, I think some of the main notes they had for us going into it was, um, you know, on the page, I think it read like, it read kind of funny where like L's like getting into a private jet and all these kind of things and they're like, you know, L wouldn't uh, be obsessed with, you know, any kind of things like that. And I was like, well, he's not obsessed with it in this one either, but like, you yeah. know, he's in a situation where he just doesn't have to worry about anything, you yeah. know, like he wants to go somewhere, there's a jet waiting for him, there's a limo waiting for him, you know, because he's he's on a hold. he's on a breakaway civilization type of uh, uh, a kind of reality, you know, yeah. like he's he's living outside of our reality to a certain degree. Yeah. So one of our favorite movies this year
1: um, was Kong Skull Island. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're taking over uh, from Godzilla. Yeah. Um, what? Well, how are you? in the cities now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty tall, man. <laughs> like, how are you approaching Godzilla v King Kong, man?
5: Well, it's. I mean, it's pretty early on that one yeah. right now. Like, we. Uh, you know, for for that film, uh, you know, uh, I, I met with Legendary. You know, while we were. In the final phases of uh, Death Note, and um, and they uh, they asked me to come into their office, and they were pretty much right away interested in me yeah. doing the film. You know that um, they they wanted to see Death Note first, but there yeah. was there was a, there was a uh, for whatever reason there was an interest in me, and uh, maybe I'm on, like some sort of like Illuminati list of like approved <laughs> directors, you know, like Mulholland Drive type of thing. Yeah. You know, there's like a weird like midget in a room with like one arm and. <laughs> he's the one, you know, Get uh, me with God. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, um, you know but like, so uh, whenever I went in there, they they actually had the script for Godzilla two and in in a huge look book for it, which was amazing. I mean, like full painted yeah. color, you know, wow. things with all the monsters and the new one and they look fucking great. Um, and they had an outline that had just been finished uh, by Terry Rossio and, a um, and, and, and uh, he had like a, um, a writer's room put together that they had created that. And so I read both of those and they were really cool and you know, so just kind of, you know, it, it was like, yeah, let's let's do it. And they came in and they watched, um, uh, we actually had to sneak them in to watch Death Note. Uh, <laughs> <I> and uh, <laughs> and so they watched Death Note and that was like, they put in the offer right away after yeah. that. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I think that the outline has a lot of promise in terms of um, a lot of really, really cool stuff that we yeah. can do with it. and. Uh, you know, I mean, I think the cool thing about this series is that it's one where the directors really get to make, you know, their stamp on the material. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, you know, like Jordan obviously made, you know, like a completely, you know, unique, insane take on Kong that you would yeah. never expect, you know, and and obviously Gareth's Godzilla is very Gareth. And, yeah. you know, so, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, you know, there's not a lot to say about it right now, but yeah. uh, other than, You know, I'm really excited and I've been watching uh, a whole lot of Godzilla movies, you know. The whole thing has been really cool just because, you know, I haven't seen really a a lot of the original Godzilla films since I was a little kid, you know. And as a kid, I was obsessed with it, you know, and everybody... I don't know about you guys, but I know that I remember specifically having arguments about who would win in a Absolutely, fight, yeah. oh, you know, King Kong now. and Godzilla, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> Monday and, 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 morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, and everybody had an opinion, you know, and, and it was weird how, like, the even though there was a King Kong versus Godzilla movie, um, like, it, even as kids, it's like, it, we all knew that that wasn't, uh, that wasn't... Um, the definitive answer yeah. to it, you know, and I'm it, saying <laughs> something about that movie. Even as kids, you could smell that it was kind of a cash in, you yeah. know, yeah. and uh, and it always felt like that it was it was left, you know, uh, kind of unanswered. And um, so, uh, so yeah, I've been just watching, uh, reacquainting myself with Godzilla movies, and it's yeah. been really, really fun, actually.
1: But you say like this Illuminati list sort of thing. We are seeing this amazing thing where like small, like indie directors are being given these giant projects to work on. Like, why do you think people are sort of doing that now? Because, I mean, like, if you seen, like, Gareth Edwards got taken onto Godzilla, like, the biggest thing
5: in the world. Yeah, and, you know, and they, you know, like, people like Colin Trevorrow and all those guys, you know, they've, they've been kind of pushed into the mainstream in a kind of abrupt way. And I mean, for me, at the very least, I'm, you know, I've been kind of fortunate because... I never had that just like, Hey, here's your first indie movie. And then, you know, here's $200 million to go do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, like it's always been a steady progression for me. You know, like my first film, uh, pop skull was, um, $3,000. Then a horrible way to die was $70,000. And then your next was uh, half a million. And then, you know, the last few years I've been kind of in the 5 million range. And then death note was a huge step up around 40. Yeah. And so, um, so I've, I've been able to, you know, have a trajectory where it kind of makes sense that, you know, now it's like, okay, I, I don't know why I didn't get a chance to just like go from my <laughs> half a million dollars, and, you know, to a uh, $200 million, but for whatever reason, this is how it's worked out, but yeah. it's really good, and Death Note's a really great kind of uh, stepping stone to at least understanding the mechanics of you know big studio filmmaking and um, you know and that kind of thing yeah and
1: just finally because we've been wrapped up like I know you like you've worked with Larry Fessenden in the past Mm -hmm. and uh, he's like super involved with this video game series Until Dawn now Mm -hmm. like you know we obviously we're a big fan of your horror stuff would you ever sort of consider moving into like
5: video games or having a crack at that yeah, I think that would be really cool. I mean, uh, actually, my, my brother, the one that uh, you know, talked about Death Note to me, uh, he... Uh, that sounds cool, man. <laughs> he, uh, he actually, yeah, he actually, um, he, he designs video games and stuff. Oh, and, sweet. Uh, he, he used to work at EA Games for a little while. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, it's not something I've put a lot of thought into, but uh, it would definitely be something interesting. But, you know, right now it's just, uh, you know, my, my career trajectory has just been trying to get bigger and bigger movies, basically, because you know, ultimately I'd like to do a Star Wars film or something like yeah. that, you know, so it's kind of trying to go in that direction and then and then I have a bunch of other projects that uh, I want to do, but yeah. a lot of them are very expensive type of films. Like I have yeah. a war movie that I want to do, and um, but I don't want to do it for cheap, you know, so uh, a lot of this stuff, you know, getting these bigger and bigger movies is really about the long game, you know, and, yeah. you know, in the back end, being able to do the movies I want to do and then once I've, I've there's, there's, there's about... There's about three movies that I'm really obsessed with doing, you know. Is okay. like, you know, and then once I get those out of the way, I think I'll, um, I'll feel uh, a sense of fulfillment, and hopefully Put I'll have a decent name amount of in money. The book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just buy back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: And, um, awesome. Thank you so much for talking to us, man. Thank you. Yeah, like, thanks. Cheers. Thanks,
3: man. So a funny thing happened just before, just after that interview. What? So. If you don't know, these interviews take place like in hotel rooms, and this is a really fancy hotel called the Corinthia near right. the South Bank. And I was there that day because we also interviewed Iron Fist and Daredevil yes, right yeah, after. Yeah. It. it was like a Netflix junket. Yeah, yeah. So, because you guys were doing that, I was like, I don't want to just be quiet in that room for like 30 minutes. So I, yeah. st- I stayed in another room. But I really, 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 really needed a wee. And all, <laughs> all Netflix for some reason. Usually you can use the toilets in the, in the holding room. Yeah. But they lock them off. Yeah. They put big Netflix advertising. So I couldn't get into the toilet. I was dying for a piss. I was like, how long are they going to be? I was like, <laughs> and I was like, you were like 40 minutes by the end yeah and i went down to the room and i was like i oh, really need to get in there but there's all these other vacant hotel rooms and i saw my friend who was waiting to do a written interview with adam wingard sitting outside the hotel room and i was like oh man i need to go i'm just went went into this toilet oh, it's amazing it was <laughs> so good like p no, p okay, one for the record books. oh yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. good and then while i was wrapping up my business i realized adam wingard and my friend were in that hotel room at started to do the written interview. Mm. So I was like You're just there. Ah. <laughs> So I'm like trapped in the toilet going do I wait for this 20 minute written interview in this toilet or do I style this out? So I I flushed it, washed my hands, yeah. and I walked out and I was like, all right. And I just walked out of the Yo, room. Yo, we and good it, and the Netflix <laughs> PR was just going, dropped
1: the deuce. <laughs>
3: So my friend who's doing the interview, is like, yeah, at the beginning of my interview, we
0: knew you were having a piss. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like something out of a, straight out of a sitcom. Yeah, really. Uh, yeah. It yeah, actually That's a happened. Larry David moment yeah. for sure. We,
1: we, it was a weird day that day because we also, because um, we just, had we just done Day Devil or we were about to? Oh, we are about to, oh, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah,
3: that was annoying.
1: He just, uh, so Iron Fist, was the guy who plays Iron Fist? Uh, Finn
3: Jones. Finn Jones, yeah. He,
1: um, he kept the mic on and he just fucked off. He so still we had to mind. do this other interview. Oh no, you had to do the defenders interview, right? Yeah, with uh, the showrunner yeah, afterwards. Yeah. And he
3: like took her. He took the mic. mic, and it was just like
1: this really weird thing where like the PR was like. We've we, we just lost fifteen twenty minutes, which is you know two interviews probably. Yeah. Um. And the PRs like getting really stressy. But also he can't be stressed at us because it's not our fault. I'm fist took it. <laughs> yeah, right. So the PRs like I'm trying to. Be and he like said as he was direct going straight as I can. to the
3: Eurostar. I yeah. was like, have we just lost our mic? Is he taking it to Paris? But I was trying to be as like direct as <laughs> I could ridiculous. with that guy
1: because he was just like, um, you guys might have to do it without. Them. And I was like, oh, we literally can't. So we need just need the mic back. And he was just like, just go. Yeah. And he was just like, I told the girl, I was like, oh, by the way, um. Iron Fist just took her mic. And she's like, <laughs> oh. oh. And I was like, oh, we need to interview the guy from Defenders, like, right now. Like, can you just... And she was like, yeah, two seconds. Picks up her phone. Just starts, like, banging out a text. Like, uh-huh. Iron Fist, taken, I-, I, I was like,
2: maybe phone numbers. Just don't <laughs> <of laughs> no. <enough. Yeah, laughs> maybe just <laughs> get on the phone, yeah. Um,
1: and it was like this weird thing with, like, the PR trying to, like, rush us along going, yo, you might have to do with it without Was Like, oh, we literally can't. He's like... You know, like when you give someone an answer that they just they can't do anything with. So he was yeah. just like, "I'm just gonna stand outside." <laughs> <laughs> Great, uh, but it was good. We did a bunch of good interviews. Wait, did he bring back the mic? Yeah, he did. We got it back in here. Yeah. So okay. and we did. That's it exciting. Went on. But one of the things that Wingard talks about. So he's doing Godzilla versus King Kong. Like he's the guy who's going to take over that. So we talked about like you know the cool thing of like indie directors taking over these like yeah. massive projects. Now that's that a really cool bit of the interview. But we actually went to see Shin Godzilla the other day. Have you guys seen this? No, mm-hmm. but I've heard really awesome. <gasps> things yeah, I about hear
3: nothing but good things. Yeah. It's, it's I loved love, it. It's I think some, I loved it more than you. You loved it more than me. Yeah. I loved it more than Rory, yeah. and we all loved it more than the man who walked out after 20 minutes after two cans of Stella next to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Yikes. Um, so, yeah, I've heard about this for a while. It's been on a bunch of flights, but. Yeah, right? it's a really yeah. interesting movie. But I've, t- I've talked to Rory about it a couple of times, and we were like, oh, we need to see this in the cinema. So, yeah. there was like a screen in the other day, like a fan screen, so we went to that. They had um, one
0: showing in, in San Francisco, uh, and it was during E3. Wow. Right. And so that's I didn't nice. get to see it in the theater but I really want to see it in the theater yeah. because I, I heard it's an awesome movie.
1: That's the thing, like, we've yeah. nothing
0: but good things, and like, it's kind of this
1: weird thing where it's kind of like um, it's, I think it's meant to be funny
0: yeah it's
3: not what I was expecting no. at all I haven't watched any trailers but it is like a bureaucratic comedy yeah
1: you, you mean you said it really goes it like it's like the thick of it yeah like, you guys watch yeah. the thick of yeah. it yeah. so it's
3: essentially that but so all these it's agencies like Godzilla. if Godzilla happened everyone passing responsibility going well we don't have the task for you that, uh, yeah. I think it's your department it's like we'll have to create new laws and it's right. just like it's hard to watch that in Japanese because I think it's like really fast-paced dialogues. <laughs> yeah. So it's cut between those cameras and it's like they go to the prime minister's office, then they yeah. go to a meeting room, then they have to go back to the prime minister. So there's a lot of corridor walking. Sure. So it's very like the thick of it.
1: Yeah, it's really and like we were laughing quite a lot, but then but it's quite serious <laughs> as well. But then like you see Godzilla. Well, well, I thought it wasn't Godzilla at first, but you basically you see him in like a really really unevolved state. Um, which to me is just like this weird sea creature, like glob of red. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got the stupidest eyes I've ever seen. Like, a fish the, eyes. Like proper, like fish eyes. A googly uh-huh. eyes. Like a, googly- like
3: a dead rare character. Yeah,
1: it's like a rare character. Like he's got these eyes. <laughs> And he, as soon as he showed up, we just fucking burst out laughing because it's really funny. <laughs>
3: but we were the only ones laughing because it was a Godzilla fan
0: screening. Yeah. Sure. And they were yeah. like, oh, of course are you, guys, are you guys old school Godzilla fans? I've yeah, seen a few the a original, of the yeah. yeah. originals. Like- I grew up watching those movies. Like, they're yeah. some of my favorite movies and I really love the old style of, like, just a dude in a rubber suit. Yeah. Especially from the, like... Late sixties, early seventies era Godzilla films where it's like they really go over the top. Where he's like fighting with like Jet Jaguar, yeah. he's like like flying on his tail and kicking people, and like it's just ridiculous. Dude, you yeah. and your Jet
4: Jaguar. When we were in Japan. He went to literally every store we could find to find a Jet Jaguar figure because they only had was it Ultraman? Ultraman. Yeah. I don't know. What I was, jet, what's Jet Jaguar? Jet
0: Jaguar is a uh, man built, a human built robot that fights along God's uh, alongside Godzilla in a couple Amazing. of Godzilla films. Yeah and he's a robot that has teeth for some okay. reason he has like these sharp teeth it's very strange um but there's a whole song about him from uh he sounds from brilliant yeah he's great is he piloted uh, um, remotely or uh, internally I don't remember I don't think so I okay. think hmm. he's just uh he's just sentient a sentient, a sentient robot yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so good on him but yeah it was really funny because we kept going into all these hobby shops in Japan and uh Marty and Andrew kept being like we found him we found him and I was like no that's just Ultraman again like
5: just found
4: though. it was like no you fucking idiots that <laughs> no, is clearly Ultraman he's like, Ultraman. He's like, that. He's like that with again. the, uh, the Under- guy the show was like oh, can you believe these guys right yeah. <laughs> this guy knows it was really
1: great
0: because I kept going into these shops and asking the shopkeepers if they had any Jet, jet Jaguar stuff and these dudes would get stoked because yeah. like it must be such a rare occurrence that A anyone <laughs> is looking for Jet Jaguar Westerner. and B let alone a Westerner yeah, so yeah. You'd yeah. be like, oh, Jet Jaguar. Yeah. We can finally no. sell this stupid piece of crap. <laughs> you were really close to doing a, a, a Japanese accent now, not you? Definitely not. Definitely not.
1: Um, um, yeah, I bought so much stuff like that, like just walking around shops and yeah. like I bought so much of I don't even know what it is, but I bought maybe three, I think, of the guy who's like wears a gold toilet. Um, there's like this guy who sits on a gold toilet and he also has a helmet that's a gold toilet. Ultraman. <laughs> it's yeah, I'm yeah, awesome. thinking of Ultraman. Yeah. Yeah. so good. Like, I bought Powers this like, little slug and I asked the guy, I was like, what's this problem? And he's like, Tell, tells me about this like Godzilla movie where he fights a giant slug. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> great. Qu- quite poignantly, we saw it on the day the guy who was in the original Godzilla suit died. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: I saw that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, are you guys... Uh, heavy, uh, isn't it? Are you guys uh, Evangelion fans? No. Okay, so the guy that created and directed Neon Genesis Evangelion the world's most famous anime yeah. he also directed this new Godzilla film oh, wow. and uh, I've heard that it's like a very clear like one-to-one that he directed oh, cool. both of those things like people that have seen it oh, cool. like Jose Otero saw it yeah. uh, may you rest in peace he saw it and uh, he said that he's like it Obviously, this dude directed it because it has ah, a very. Really cool. Well, this
3: a, Yeah, there's a. I'm not going to go into specifics if people want to see it and spoil it, but there's an amazing yeah. sequence at night involving Godzilla where oh, yeah, he that's uses really some cool. of his abilities, and yeah. was, that's really cool. Is it still while he has the uh, fish eyes, though? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, he kind of, yeah. They're kind of hidden for a bit, but you do still see them. I was just like, They're I would have enjoyed that film. Like,
1: I love the film. I thought it was really good. I would have enjoyed it so much more if the film those fucking eyes. Man. <laughs> like, it just it's did really my head funny when all he's all just like, because
3: he's like, comes out of the sea in this kind of like. Weird embryo- embryotic stage. And he's just like pushing himself through <laughs> Tokyo, knocking stuff over by accident. Yeah. And it's like that. He like d- fucking falls asleep for about two weeks. Because for ages, I didn't realize he was. There's this bit where he's just like asleep in Tokyo. And I think the point is, they should have killed him then. But their yeah. indecision means he evolves yeah, and becomes yeah. indestructible. But he's just like, because he doesn't look like Godzilla, <laughs> right. I'm like. Godzilla's gonna fuck this guy up. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. nothing for Godzilla.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really Dead like frog. <laughs> um, so you guys are, like massive into anime then? No,
0: it's not a big. Not really. Thing uh, so I've, I've only been turned on to anime by people who are also not really into it. So okay. it's only people that are like, I'm not into anime, but I really love this one series. XYZ, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like I've seen the entirety of probably the most well-known anime series okay. so like yeah, yeah, yeah. evangelion bebop death note um what other ones have i watched naruto like mm. a lot of naruto but it's it's only the ones that are like the biggest hits there's a ton of like niche stuff that yeah. is so far beyond me you know like a- miranda talks about anime yeah. nonstop. i yeah. bought yeah, um recently.
3: rory a Crunchyroll subscription for his birthday uh. and when i was signing up i was like oh my name is bullshit. yeah <laughs> but he's like there you go Rory. hope you enjoy that yeah
1: I am um, like I used to watch a lot of like manga and like anime stuff when I was a kid, and then yeah. just completely got out yeah. of it. But recently, I've just I got obsessed. Like super, with just this uh, show called Ping Pong. Mm. It's fucking amazing. What's it about?
0: It's table tennis. Table tennis.
1: Yeah. It's like this. Um. It's like a <laughs> hence these, the name. <laughs> these uh, like young table tennis players yeah. are going up against each other, and just looks amazing. They basically like you know at the end of like every Dragon Ball Z episode, they'd just be fighting for a bit. Yeah. It's like that, but ping
0: pong. But ping pong. It's yeah. So there's great, a man. there's a a show that I've watched one episode of wit with. with Callie when she worked with us we were capturing for some anime feature that I was producing and I think the show is called I don't remember what it's called oh Food Wars okay yeah and it's just it's an anime battle sequence but it's all about cooking <gasps> yeah. like, that and, sounds really good it's like yeah. really it suggestive
4: too though right yeah. uh, I, so. I don't know yeah, yeah I guess oh, so I mean like there's such a big like I don't know I know nothing about anime yeah, I same. don't watch anything I, just, I yeah. play like a bunch of like anime inspired games but yeah, I don't know yeah I thought you'd about, be like, well into anime yeah. yeah a lot of people say that I don't know I, I probably would if I watched any of it. I'm just lazy I'm just like I'm gonna go watch The Defenders instead or whatever <laughs> um, but no it's like that weird thing of like uh, so many of like the sports anime like there are these like whatever like soccer like anything you can name yeah. like i almost said soccer sorry football uh Something. or anything you can you it's can imagine right. there's, no, 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 no. <laughs> there's like an anime of now and it's so crazy to me because the niche is so funny because it's like already like like in America at least it's like kind of a niche of people who watch anime and then it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper to like anything you can imagine is an yeah. anime somewhere it's like if you're like oh man I'm like really fascinated about this documentary about a sushi chef it's like well good news there's an anime about sh- sushi chefs that you can 900 also watch. episodes
0: yeah, exactly <laughs> well, it guess going that, about episode 427 yeah. <laughs> is that rule number 44 like if
4: there's an, yeah probably yeah. if you yeah, yeah. think it's an anime yeah you know. it's an anime
0: <laughs> I actually started watching uh this anime that's happening right now called uh, My Hero Academia okay. recently I've heard about this yeah we're always started watching it, it rules like I yeah it's so cool it's a it's about a alternate future where everyone has superpowers okay yeah and this the story centers around this one kid who doesn't. And it's it's really good. It's Aww. a really it's a really funny like really sweet show. But yeah. then also the action sequences are fucking awesome. Like yeah, it's really cool.
4: Amazing. But You're, that's the first
0: thing that I've been into in like a couple years. Yeah. yeah.
4: How's your Pokemon Go going, Andrew? Good. Yeah. How's it go going? Uh, it's go going. Uh, there are, there are five that are uh, special to a European event right now, and I got all of them. So. What did you just yeah. say? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so like the whole the the easy way to explain this is that when the game came out, there was a Pokemon in australia in europe in the u.s and in japan that you could only catch in those regions I like that. and now that the game's a year old they've been doing these events where like for one week only you can catch it outside of that region okay and so coincidentally while we're here the one from australia is here oh nice coincidentally. visiting yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the only reason i'm here honestly <laughs>
3: uh, so the proposal
4: about like all the kind of workflow improvements that we're gonna do yeah it's, it's, all, it's all bullshit <laughs> it was just i wanted to catch Genghis Khan.
5: so there's <laughs> that
4: and then there's this uh this this Getting nerdy, but there's a Pokemon named unknown that's in the shape of letters. There are 26 different ones. And so they're doing these, it's like the rarest one in the game. And they keep doing these events where, like, when I was in Chicago, they had just the letters that spelled out Chicago. And so, like, right now here, they have just the letters that spell out Europe. So what? I caught E U R N P, which is not London. Do. Nice. Not, yeah. No, it's, it's all of Europe just right now. Europe. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's in like 21 cities. That's cool. Yeah. It's,
1: I like, I like, it's, it's nice having interest in it. It's yeah. cool. It's yeah. fine. You know, it's fine.
4: Nice Don't lie to me. Do you know what is cool? Daniel Krupa. <laughs> yes. As
1: a good answer. Also, little game we like to play called Keyword Countdown. Keyword Countdown. Time for Keyword Countdown. It's Keyword Countdown. Time for Keyword Countdown.
0: It's Keyword Countdown. <gasps> I'm a little nervous about this. <laughs> I'm gonna I lay it down, be. Gav.
4: I don't know what this is. I don't even know what. Well,
1: what is this? We have an intro sequence. If you don't know what Keyword Countdown is, IMDb categorized their movies via a bunch of crazy keywords. Oh, wow. Okay. What, what I've done, or more importantly, what Thick Babadook has done. Because, <laughs> like, I've basically started playing this game and then people started sending me rounds.
3: Which has made so. him obviously lazy, so there's nothing to <laughs> yeah. do it anymore. Of course, of yeah. course.
1: Yeah. Um, so, what Thick Babadook has done is taken five movies. <laughs> that's his name. Honestly, <laughs> it's awesome. Apparently, his name is like Stuart or something. Because um, <laughs> Joe sometimes plays uh, over He's like, oh, he comes into my Overwatch game sometimes. So, like, his name's Stuart. I was like, well, his name's clearly Babadook, <laughs> <so?">
0: Th- <laughs> like, Thick Babadook. so or
1: Thick or Thicc? Thicc. Yeah, that's way better. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So what Thick Babadook Thicc has done? Baladu. is <laughs> taken five movies. 10 keywords a piece. You guys have to guess what the movie is from the keywords. Are they movies okay. we know though? Like are they yeah, 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 it's okay. not going to be like and some also, obscure no. French film. <laughs> There's a link between them as well. And the link Ooh. is fucking brilliant. So okay. like that's that's how I pick how people send these in. There's also a guy called uh, I can't remember what your name is, but I've said this on the podcast before. Oh, it's a oh. Chubby
0: Freddie Krueger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's
1: a
4: Spider-Man.
1: <laughs> but thank you for sending me so many keyword counts. My DMs are open for these, but as I said, stop sending Anyone screenshots else? of things because I'm not going to do them. Uh, you keep sending me your keywords, but you keep sending me a screenshot of a Google Doc. So
3: if, you, on, a, if you want to participate in this that. and give us free work, yeah. uh, please just, format it correctly. Just put it in
1: a Google Doc, share the Google Doc with me. Boom, done. I wouldn't even have to do, I, That takes out more work I don't have to do. So do that. I think your yeah. means
0: Wasilla. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: he, know, he knows who so he is. So
1: you guys can just shout out if you know them. You're against each other.
0: Okay. Am uh, I playing? Are you playing as well? Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay.
1: Cool. okay.
3: <clears throat> Film number figured.
1: one. Star Wars. <laughs> Sequel.
0: Okay.
3: Empire Strikes Back. Secret Passage. Temple of Doom. Temple. What? <laughs> Temple of Doom. <laughs> uh... Interrogation.
1: Whoa, slow down. National Treasure 2. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Mother-son relationship. <laughs> Amphibious vehicle.
3: Ooh, oh oh my god. Austin Powers. Go Quicksand.
1: Go what? What?
3: <laughs> this sounds like an amazing movie. <laughs> yeah. It isn't. No, not. <laughs> oh, not.
1: <laughs> That's a little clue. Aquatic vehicle. Nuclear testing. <sighs>
3: uh. Attacked by an ant. Journey to
0: the center of the earth. Attacked by an ant. Oh, uh, only I shrunk the kids.
3: Final clue. Uh, uh.
1: Archaeologist.
0: So it's got to be Raiders of the Lost Ark? No, that's not a sequel. Uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Yeah, there you go. Okay. Oh, f- oh
1: <laughs> God Damn it. Zach, <laughs>
3: that's an old one. One point.
0: Uh, that's,
1: I mean, I thought I mean, when you said Tower of the Doom, yeah. you just stopped.
3: The uh, secret passageway. Yeah. We've had uh, the Quasi Core. Oh, it just goes oh, into that river, doesn't I it? I have no idea. It's an aquatic car. That's just you know, a car amf- in the river. amphibious vehicle, yeah. But that's not an amphibious vehicle. That's just well, a car so, in water. I, would, I think on I once. So s- hey, dude, I'm blame idea. IMDb. Yeah. 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 I would. I, well, I think I would
1: have got a nuclear testing because that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel it's like the, the, the fridge. Nuclear testing, that yeah, yeah. bit is cool. What was like, that from? That Was just,
0: the fridge? Yeah. That bit is cool. Was that taken
1: from somewhere else? Was it? When it happens upon like a, a town See, that's I like, think that, I part think that is cool. I think yeah. once the explosion happens, it's not cool.
3: I, I think, think like, what yeah. that is, is originally the DeLorean in Back to the Future was going to be a fridge. Right. And then they were worried that kids would get in fridges and you can't open a fridge from the inside because the vacuum. Mm. So you can they die in a fridge. They were worried about that
1: crystal skull because everyone fucking hates crystal skull. Even kids are just like, I'm not getting in a fridge. George, like you've been trying <laughs> to get this
3: fridge thing in a movie. <laughs>
1: Here we go. Film number two. Based on novel.
3: Okay. Misery.
1: <laughs> wow. Scene during end credits. Ooh. Okay. Two word title.
0: That's a tag? Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Calling someone fat man. <laughs> this is a hard one. Jazz band.
3: <laughs> uh, I was gonna say lolympus through. Suitcase. Dumb and dumber. <laughs>
1: Write in in lipstick.
3: Ah uh, The Shining.
1: Breaking someone's thumb. Horse race. Sea Biscuit. Final clue. Billiards.
0: Call that pool in the US. Ah. Mm-hmm.
1: Based on novel. Based on a novel. Seen during end credits. Okay. Two-word title. Calling someone fat man. <laughs>
0: why does that, that me you
5: chuckle
1: every time because <laughs> <laughs> that's a keyword there's more than one film that's yeah. categorized <laughs> jazz band I feel like lipstick should be suitcase I feel like breaking someone's thumb should be yeah. writing in lipstick breaking someone's thumb horse race billiards the hustler Oh, the Hustler. Oh, but what I will say, a good thing, right, is if you don't get it, don't feel sad. What are you doing with your feet? They're just, just tapping don't, around. Don't
0: do that. It's nervous energy. <laughs> I don't really want to win.
1: If you don't get them, it's better for the people at home because if you get them like second try, they can't yeah. play along, right? Exactly. They, they are, don't get to giggle at so, um, fat, That's
3: what you're doing. You're making the show better for the people yeah. at home. That's exactly.
1: True. Yeah, that's why I'm not saying You're welcome. <laughs> Film yeah. number three. Ooh. Directed by female.
3: Okay. Hurt Locker.
1: 1990s. Okay. This is going. We just talking about this. Title spoken by character <laughs> uh, Wayne's World. Bare
3: Butt. Ooh. Pretty Woman.
1: U.S. President.
3: The American President.
1: Bully Comeuppance.
0: Bully what? Comeuppance.
1: <laughs> Bully gets come comeuppance, I guess. I like that. Remade.
0: Oh, that, remade. Should, be a, that should be a
1: huge clue. Yeah. Drugs. Point Break. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Well done.
0: Why was it drugs? Oh, three
1: Three points, exactly. Well done. You add Catherine Brigler as well because you said oh, no, you Walker. Know, yeah. Yeah. Do any other ones? Drugs. Undercover cop. Extreme sports. Well done. Yeah, I actually didn't
3: know she directed Point Break.
1: <laughs> oh shit! What's happening here? Okay. You're all right. I got it. You lo- you lost it on your phone. Keyword: broken phone. Film <laughs> yeah. <Bill> number four. <laughs> erection. Ooh. Oh. Ah. Good start. Good start. Yeah. Killed in an elevator. Captain America, The Winter Soldier. <laughs> Mission Impossible. Sniper. John Wick. Neo Nazi. American Express. You said it first. Magician. It's not. <laughs> <It's> not <yeah. laughs> Magician. Sniper. Neo Nazi. Magician.
3: These are all my favourite things. Yeah. Direction. Yeah. from Neo Nazi. Just point out.
1: <laughs> Mafia. Penthouse. Bail bondsman. Lake. <laughs> Final clue. Mystic river. Casino. That's a river, isn't it? Not a lake. Erection. <laughs> killed in an elevator. <laughs> the erection was killed in an elevator. Sniper. <laughs> Neo Nazi. Magician. Mafia. Penthouse. Bail bondsman. Lake. Casino. Smoking Aces. Oh, Oh, never even saw that movie. I saw that movie, but I'm not going to remember. There's a magician in it. Yeah, that's the thing. There's an
4: erection in it? (laughs) There's loads
1: of... uh, They're all different types of um, assassins. Oh, right. Yeah. There you
4: go. Zach, you're the undisputed Mm -hmm. champ.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Zach's got two guesses, four points... So it is a hard week. It's a hard week.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, that's what you get from the thick. Babadook. Oh, do you get? So you get from
4: thick Babadook. I didn't even realize you get more points the earlier you went. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So 10
4: mm-hmm. That's what
3: you got. You should have a guess. Yeah. That's yeah. why I said
0: misery. We've only I know got, it's probably not misery. Yeah, like
1: if also there's but like if you get
0: ten points. Yeah. Got, it has happened. We've got yeah. we've got,
1: we've got a league table and there's another section of the league tables like first clue guesses.
3: Ooh. And a, I think Joe's got two.
1: Joe's got two. Dale's got two. You've got one. Scrabbie's got one. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Joe's good at this game. Um, all right who i think
4: rory's the only one without one now uh, i'm definitely gonna be with that one i've actually a... never seen a film so this is <laughs> very difficult for me <laughs> yeah. very confused yeah. right there now. was a bit for ages time out it.
0: can we talk for a second about the fact that andrew was in the first film on this list
4: yeah it's not great what you the in yeah, yeah, I was I was a fridge, fridge. I was just one of the cardboard cutouts in it. No, I was uh, I was one of his students in what? The new Haven Have you ever
0: scene. seen you seen the movie where the lady closes yeah, her yeah, eyes and yeah. says, Love you? That was Andrew. That was
4: you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Wait, you're
1: yeah. one of the students in Crystal Skull.
4: Yeah. That's amazing. Thanks. Were you directed <laughs> by Steven Spielberg? Got you see him right he was. Yeah, i mean, I'm I'm in the back you can you can't even really see me in the classroom in the movie. You have to watch the bonus features in the DVD when they no pan thanks. the camera because I was in the <laughs> back corner of the room. Really? So it was one of those things where I told everyone like Go see the movie. You're going to see me in the classroom. No, you can't see me. Oh.
3: You kind of can. but... It's like right. um, Joe's dad does a lot of extra work now. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah.
1: Alicia's in a bunch of the Harry Potter films. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. right. They're Is like... she really? Yeah yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. She's in the Great Hall. Uh,
0: like as a featured extra? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think she's uh, like, she
1: gets a one, man. She got a yeah, one. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. she's like, she yeah. going to be in like a battle scene, I think. It's amazing. Like, yeah.
3: She played Neville Longbottom.
1: Wow. <laughs>
3: I know. He looks really different these days. Oh, he's so hot, man. I know.
1: Here we go. Last film. One word title.
3: Misery, <laughs>
1: <laughs> cult film, seven, hairy chest.
0: <laughs> f- I keep forgetting f- that these are tags. Yeah, yeah. 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 what I remember, like that's such a weird thing to tag yeah. a Fliber. film.
1: Drink thrown into someone's face. <laughs> My favorite tag is like uh, man lifted in air.
4: My, my favorite thing. My favorite thing is like someone's like settling in for the night, and they're like, I really, just really want to see a movie or a uh, drink is yes. thrown at someone. Yes. <laughs> I really just want to see an erection. Someone getting killed in an elevator. I've come yeah. across. I've come across like the
1: people who do these keywords. I don't think I've ever told this
4: on the podcast, but I've
1: come across the, the people who do these keywords in uh, like comments on film okay. some, now and again. And I've, I've just happened to see this one guy. I was just reading uh, IMDb comments once. And I happened to see this one guy. And I was like, I'm sure I've seen that guy before. And I clicked on him. And I had. And he basically goes on to <laughs> loads of different movies. And he, the comment underneath each one was just for this guy just going, hey, did someone get a shot in the face in this? <laughs> <laughs> and, and someone would be like, oh, yeah. With a shotgun? No. Uh, okay. Not interested. <laughs> this is like, he's obviously doing like a keyword thing. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, or... Was, that's, well, that's the yeah. thing
1: so I took a screenshot of uh, this guy and it was like his, his history on IMDB and it was all just does someone get shot in the face shock he's got to be on a watch list <laughs> so I just took a screenshot and just went this guy seems nice um, and uh, <laughs> the tweet went viral uh, to the point where I started getting messages from the guy who was just like hey do me a favour can you take this down I'm getting a lot of shit <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but I didn't believe him and I was like dude it's already beating he up.
4: goes into work the next day they're like what is wrong with you yeah.
1: <laughs> does it unworking okay, yeah. drink thrown into someone's face mm. Loss of sister. <laughs> wow. She drowned when that drink was thrown in her face. Last stand. Power.
4: Tiger. How is power a keyword? Yeah, like every yeah. film ever made has some. Sun- Themes. Sun-
3: yeah, I feel like tiger. Cocaine. Blow. Blow. Skyface. Yes. Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. Two points to who said that? Krupa. Yeah. There you she, go. So Zach, you God actually won. I did it. Yay. Two guesses, two guesses, and four points. Krupa, you got one guess, two points. Go for And you didn't get any, but you were a yeah. crystal skull man. So I blacked out during yeah. that yeah. whole thing. Uh-huh. Does anyone know where the link is? Yeah. What?
0: Oh no! I thought you <laughs> asked if Can we wanted wait. to know. what Yes, definitely. I definitely do. So wait. it was crystal skull, crystal skull,
3: point break, smoking aces, and scarface. I really
1: like this link. It's hard. You ain't gonna get
0: it. Oh, right. Uh, all right. All right. Do
1: you want to get to it? Think about where our think about where our guests are from.
0: Okay. U.S.
1: America.
3: San Francisco. So, so American. UK. California.
1: You're not gonna get it. I'll just say it because it's fun. Uh, all the films feature a main character who shares a name with a U.S. state.
3: Oh, Indiana wow.
1: Jones, Minnesota Fats, Johnny Utah, Georgia Sykes, Tony Montana. Tony Montana. Wow. Walt if if one of us babadook, had gotten that, it yeah. would have been really weird, I think. If one of you wow. got that, that means you have to marry the Thick Babadook. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> the hope, that? really. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you guys. I was <laughs>
0: my curvy Babadook. Oh! <laughs>
1: uh well done guys you guys were very very good players let's finish things off with some feedback all right Uh, okay am
3: i first i'm first oh um yeah sorry i kind of fucked that up sorry a little bit inside baseball i wrote a number two that looks like a number one um this is from dominic (laughs) keller um i don't mean it don't read it it. i assume this is what people were talking about last week when i wasn't on the podcast here is my very weird body skill (laughs) I can raise my pulse literally the beat of my heart whenever I want. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's like
3: Eugene vipped the Tombs. he could do that I somehow force the feeling <laughs> yeah he <Yeah. laughs> could fucking do that this is our file here me. Uh, yeah. um, I can raise my pulse literally the beat of my heart whenever I want I somehow force the feeling you have when falling like in a roller coaster and my pulse raises immediately going up to right 180 bpm Jesus. It, is, it is not a mind thing I don't think of anything I did it while reading for example <laughs> But since this inner body pressure weakens my legs, I can't do this while standing.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> so Please do ha- not try so, this at home so, stand I ha- in.
3: so I have to sit down or lay down to do it. Don't think this is a condition or so. I'm a very healthy person. Found out about this skill when I was 12 and now 29. Cheers, Dominic.
4: Wow. Does, any- does anyone amazing. else have... I, was- I put this
3: in also. Like, Do you have any weird body skills? Anything
4: good? I have a... I can... This, is, this doesn't play well for radio, but I have a... I can... Oh, wait, I, have this, I have like this extra uh, thing on the side of my foot where I can just do that? Or not uh, that makes it sound like I have like a growth or something. I can't see what you're doing, and I'm actually pretty oh. glad that I can't. what's
3: he doing,
1: Gav? Oh, I thought that you were making the
4: noise. What no, it? I'm making it's the noise, it's this, yeah. Oh, he's ma- he's making what part I don't even it's like the side of my foot I can yeah, crack like an ankle, endlessly. Yeah. As much but he's as much not touching it just so people know. No, it's just he's just I mean, it's, it's like cracking a knuckle just in perpetuity. It's weird. Weird I can do it with both fingers. I can cry milk. Yeah, what? That's grim. Yeah, what? like just when
3: you haven't been drinking uh, milk. No, my eyes. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a genuine freak like you. Uh, like some like you know like ears, nose and throat is like a weird yeah. thing. Some people yeah. have like porous skulls. So yeah. if I have like a mouthful of milk and I hold my nose and blow, you the can milk just, yeah. can force it out of my eyes. Sick. Yeah. That's gross. What about you, Zach? Just normal dude. Just a normal dude. Just yeah. Huge dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So,
0: is it, that's a good one. It's a yeah, goodie. Yeah.
3: It's a goodie. Yeah. Uh, what have I got? This
1: is a really long email. Wait, wait no, what it,
0: about it, your it, body it, skill? You got a weird one?
1: Don't think so. Oh, um, uh, you know, you're not meant to be able to roll your tongue. Like oh, so it's, a, genetic it's, it's a genetic thing. Genetic thing. I can. I kind of taught myself. I wouldn't be able to do it, but.
0: Yeah, you can kind of do it. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. you know,
3: practice. Someone was telling about this. Yeah. The office, like, um, Asian people crouch differently to Western people. What? Yeah. Like, do. you go up on your hinds, whereas mm-hmm. Asian people don't. They can have flat mm-hmm. feet while crouching.
0: Yeah. Show you later. So when I was a kid, huh. I, I had—I uh, mean, my legs are double-jointed, so I used to be able to like lay on my stomach and bend my feet all the way flat. Whoa! Yeah. Like a but, I don't know, but I don't know if I—yeah, exactly. But I don't know if I can do it anymore. Ooh,
4: we'll try that later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, loading. I like how uh, you didn't mention that in the weird body skill. Yeah. Well, yeah. exactly I, don't, I don't know. If I'm yeah. well, I had a massive dick, I'd lead with that. I'd always dickhead. lead with it.
0: Classic Zachary Yeah, yeah
3: I'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put this in. There's a lot of effort in this email, but it's just rapid fire, so maybe just do the ones for me and you. All right, the highlighted ones.
1: Oh sh- Oh, these are all questions. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, oh, there's one about <laughs> Mad Men though. You shouldn't read that. <gasps> i that dun, one dun, there's another one about remember awesome dun. Uh, will Krupa consider doing a follow up video of the IGN team playing Overcooked now that it's on Switch the Let's Play videos are great when he has time when he has time to explain game mechanics to the rest of the IGN UK team no
3: because it was a pain in ass to do the first one and people got really angry playing that game Joe's like I didn't like doing that at all I
1: know you didn't we had to, we, like, I actually, it was one of those things where Joe got <laughs> so angry like I was meant to be editing it and I said to Dale's like Dude, you're gonna have to edit this because I just don't want to watch that again.
3: Because Joe was like so angry. Yeah, you kept putting like, meat on the floor. Though. Yeah. You, you, really you, I think you realised, and because you're devious, yeah, you were like ignoring him. Because yeah. you yeah. kept going, oh, where we should I put this? Probably put this on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What's that raw steak? That's going on the floor.
1: I really like Overcooked. Is, is, it, is it? It was shit on
0: Switch, isn't it? It or, got patched. Yeah, it got patched. Or it's going yeah. to be patched. Sweet. Okay, I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. It's like it really to play it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which is great for that game.
4: Yep. No, because it's, like, going around. Front. But, like, yeah. yeah. Imagine having the... real life in a kitchen, where they're just, like, cooking your yeah. meal, and they're just, like, all of a sudden, they're in slow motion.
1: Now you're on a truck. <laughs> on <the laughs> truck. That's, that's breaking apart.
4: <laughs> yeah, if you, you can check out that
1: last play, actually. It's still really good. Like, even, because we cut Despite all, Joe's all, anger. All the yes. Joe can <laughs> I... say anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. We just cut off his mic, he's just like this. On the fucking video. <laughs> Alyssi <Alicia's> crying.
3: <laughs> Jump Cut. <laughs>
1: <laughs> since Gav references Mad Men Sopranos and The Wire periodically these are all based in America is there a Welsh TV show that is detective based or crime based that takes place in Wales in the decade of the 60s or 70s ah. would that be
3: your ideal show would it I'll basically put that in because so I actually wanted to know are there any Welsh TV shows there's lots of Welsh TV shows you a shows. fan of
1: uh, not really. Like The Prisoner, that's like a famous one, but it's not really
3: Welsh. <laughs> Set in Wales. There's uh. a but
1: like there's a thing at the moment that's happening in Wales and I'm genuinely annoyed about it, which is why I don't watch any of the shows, is because when like stuff like the Killing and like the Returned and like all those and like was it like the Bridge and all those oh, like Nordic like dramas like Sc- and Scandi stuff, Noir yeah. when those started like really kicking off and like we've got a Channel Four they, those were playing at like nine o'clock like prime time on a like on their, in their original language um, like there's a lot of fucked up people in Wales they're just stupid uh, and what so they were just like oh shit if Channel Four take in like Nordic dramas and French dramas and run them at nine o'clock like we should start making our own Welsh dramas we've got amazing like talent in Wales. Awesome! I'm on board. Brilliant. Let's make a Welsh like a bunch of Welsh detective stuff. The people in Wales, so some people, some producers in Wales, are like so shit that they don't have the confidence in themselves. So what they did was they filmed these shows uh, in Welsh and English back to back and then what they did was they released the Welsh language version on the Welsh language t- um, uh, channel called S4C and they released the English language version on BBC Wales and I'm fucking furious about it I, <laughs> Like so I don't watch any of that shit oh. do you know original yeah. Todd
3: Browning 1931 Dracula they yeah. filmed a the regular movie during the day and then they used to get a, like, a Spanish cast in the evening and did really? the Spanish version Yeah. and so they just, like, they could basically double up on all the sets so yeah, they would yeah. literally shoot what they were shooting in the day but with yeah. a Spanish cast
4: they did that for Force Awakens also Yeah. Oh, exactly. they did that for all the movies <laughs> we just don't realise because of our western <laughs> century so what, view. Have
0: them just broadcast the Welsh version yeah absolutely yeah. man
4: just get behind it and like
1: introduce you know potentially millions of people to this amazing language mm-hmm. do, do you know or much film fucking back to back in Welsh and English and waste so much time yeah. and fucking money Do you
3: know much about the Welsh people or their language no. We get well, angry
1: about things like be. language and cups. You've seen me like blow my idea. top about two things today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking about the cups. Uh, I'd love if you went cups.
3: off a, um in Welsh. That would really freak them out. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Actually. Are you fluent? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's his first language. Yeah,
1: ah. I learned like basically at this before or at the same time. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, it's good. It's a good language. Good people, except when they make stupid TV decisions. <laughs> uh, I'm actually generally annoyed now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's read
4: Joe ruined the prestige, says Laura.
1: All <laughs> uh, <old> caps.
4: <laughs> Several exclamation points. Uh, it says My life has changed quite significantly over the last year <laughs> after meeting my current partner. My Friday nights used to be about debauchery and booze, and now they're about Star Wars Lego and slightly less booze. Uh, am I just reading the highlighted part? Yeah. Okay. My biggest happiest conversation was your guys' podcast, which we listened to when possible. My boyfriend's fairly obsessed with you all, and you were fucking funny. Yeah, you highlight that part. Yeah, exactly.
5: (laughs) 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 Fucking
3: done, you mate. Uh
4: However, for the last year, my boyfriend's been begging on about the prestige did the various factors. We've not been able to watch it until yesterday. But unfortunately, you ruined the magic for me after listening to one of your podcasts a ah, couple of weeks ago. Ruined the magic. Uh, Let's see what oh, he did. Oh, <laughs> oh great! Now you ruined it too. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Spoiler: Films got magic. I got all the plot twists, the, all the plot twists uh, straight away, and therefore you did fucking ruin it. My question to you is: Has anybody ever ruined films that had the potential to be fucking amazing for you? Oh God. Yes. Sorry, yeah, I gotta go. sorry, sorry, Laura. Shit. Wow. What's, I mean, like, I it's I a What are
0: the statutes of limitations on think. I think, a 12, so I think that's fair game,
3: I think. Like, you think
0: so? I I mean, think well, to spoil it, yeah. After like 10 years, I feel like it's, if you haven't seen that movie, that's fair.
4: Oh, movie. no, I think, especially things that become like pop culture phenomenon. I mean, we have this conversation every Monday in our office about Game of Thrones because it's like, yeah as shitty as it sounds it's like it, you know if you know that you work in an office with a bunch of fucking nerds who watch Game of Thrones like yeah. you should probably just, just watch it watch yeah, it. yeah. yeah. And then, like, well, wait.
3: working in this working on our agenda that's why we're watching it
4: like either at 2am yeah. or yeah. getting up
3: because I know I have to like come and slot the homepage exactly it's like,
4: huh? when it's that thing where like my, my attitude on it is like look like if I can't see it on Sunday night, like if I'm living my life and I can't watch it, then I don't get mad at people <laughs> for spoiling it, for it Monday because it's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I know that people like it's their job to fi- to figure out follow ups and stuff. So yeah. So anyway. So what have you had ruined for you? Anything? I else mean, like remember? my running news. Like I get everything ruined for me because it's like anytime yeah. any Star Wars, like I had everything in Force Awakens ruined because it's like we had to cover a bunch of the leaks yeah. and
1: yeah. I had Twin Peace ruined for me. I, I, I did I, yeah. actually. Know who
4: ruined Twin Peace for me? Oh, M- Mitch Dyer. Oh, really? that uh, yeah, me at
2: we were
3: we are having a meeting we were writing shells for E3 a few years ago and he just said it in a really blasé way I know that show's been out for years and yeah, years and yeah. years but it's just before the, like, they announced the new one right. and it's like oh I think I'm gonna watch that I've never watched it before and then it's
4: like Don't it's, no I'm not yeah. but like he said the major mystery yeah <sighs> you know what drives me completely insane is that like I was having a very similar conversation with someone who had never seen Seven okay. and I was in a group of three people and one person was like oh my god I've never seen that movie I've always wanted to and the other person's response was oh it's amazing when Gwyneth Paltrow that, blah, see, that's, blah, that's, like just <laughs> immediately spoils it seconds after the person said they hadn't yeah, seen it Yeah, that's that's like, even though that that's <laughs> definitely
3: not because that's like yeah. Yeah. the movie's been out for ages Fair enough. Yeah. But then you're just actively...
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it was almost like reflexive. It was like yeah. this weird... Just had like, say, I don't even think exactly.
0: Yeah. My, like, my freshman year of high school... Uh, it, what age is that? What's freshman
3: year? Your first year... What, how old are oh, you? Uh,
0: f- uh, 14. Because I don't understand... We
3: don't understand any of this. Like, apparently yeah, yeah. Tom Holland got the role in Homecoming. And then he just went, what is... What is What's homecoming? homecoming? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that's God. just a
0: dance. Yeah. But yeah, freshman year, you're like 13, 14. It's your okay. first year of okay. high school. Okay. And... Uh, That was a year that The Sixth Sense came out. And I was in an English class, and the Monday morning after the Sixth Sense had released, the teacher asked, "You know, what did everybody do this weekend?" And this one kid in the back of the class goes, "I saw Six Sense, Pretty crazy. He's dead the whole time."
2: And the whole <laughs> class I was like, "What the
0: fuck, man? And it was ridiculous." Yeah, the movie had been out two days. And he was like, "Pretty, pretty crazy. <laughs> He's dead the whole time. That's crazy. Get you the know. most bang for your buck. You don't I find guess. out until the end. You're like, what?"
1: Come on! <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of other stuff. But like Twin Peaks is a big one for me. That was pretty shitty. Yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, I used to work like I, I used to work with this guy when I my first job in London, and he was a fucking asshole. And he used to do this thing where like he's like we were all into Lost just, like, watch Lost again and stuff, and, like, everyone come in talking about Lost, like, oh, my God, the fucking others. That's just crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they need to go back.
3: <laughs> um, they, they, they do. They <laughs> <I> spoil it.
1: <laughs> and um, they, uh, he used to basically, like, read things that had happened, like, before we'd seen it, and then just come and be like, oh, hey, guys, guess what happens in Lost this week? And he would just say it, like, he thought it was funny to do. Oh, that
0: sucks, it He did, if, he'd, like,
1: spoiled a little bit of Mad Men for me, like, uh, a ri- like originally, because I didn't really know, like who really is Don Draper and stuff like mm-hmm. that like and he spoiled that cuz I I was like oh just started watching Mad Men he was like oh guess what and he just told me like a bunch of stuff like two seasons Ugh, like, this online sucks. Man. I know and he was just Ugh. he used to do it all the time like he spoiled like three things for me um, But he was a really, really massive Star Wars fan. Mm -hmm. Like, huge Star Wars fan. Right. So, um, and I kind of, like, not really kept in touch with him that much because he's, like... I've kept in touch with the other guys I used to work with, but this guy, everyone hated him because of this (laughs) shit. Um, So (laughs) what I did was, like, me and and Croops like, saw, like, a super early... uh, Not cut, but super early uh, release of of Force Awakens. And I had, like, the tickets for, like, the premiere and stuff like that. So I took, like, a picture of the uh, premiere tickets. And I was like, oh, hey, man. um, Like... Just like it's, I, I took a picture of the tweet and like it went viral and stuff but it was basically like hey man remember when uh, um, As I took, a, I took a picture of this thing I was like oh hey man I know you're a big Star Wars fan like, guess what I'm seeing tonight and he was like holy shit that's amazing that's cool I was like hey remember when you spoiled Lost for me or when you spoiled uh, Mad Men for me or when you spoiled this for me and he was like oh yeah blah, blah, blah. I was like well guess what and then like I just wrote like a bunch of fake spoilers <laughs> like there weren't even real ones but it was like all these different ones although it did have an actual one that I like anyway. so I wrote all these like fake spoilers wrote them all in. And I was like, what do you
4: think about that, motherfucker? And he was just like, ah, like losing his mind in it. It's so funny. I think the, the only time I've ever been truly devastated can tag by that a spoiler. Story. Yeah. Bully
0: gets his <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> the, uh, the only time I've been like actually, like legitimately sad about a spoiler was uh, that Harry Potter book where like the last couple of pages leaked. And uh, I guess I'll just spoil it. Harry Potter, everyone knows Harry Potter this morning. Yeah. Uh, that Snape Kills Dumbledore yeah. leaked out like three weeks ahead of the book release. And one of my friends texted it to me because you know I was a big Harry Potter fan, and that was like That's just the like like it. Now I'm just like whatever. Why was I yeah, so yeah. upset? But like in the moment, I was like, "Fuck!" Like I was like yeah, so. Yeah. I didn't talk to that dude for like three months. I had a I had a buddy uh, that read
0: when the seventh Harry Potter book came out. He read just stayed up all night, read the whole thing, Right, read, yeah. read it all mm-hmm. in one go, and was texting me uh, the next day. He's like, "I finished it last night. It's so great." Blah blah. blah, blah like a series of texts, and just in the middle of the text. So sad when Hermione dies. Uh. And I was like, dude. What the fuck is your problem? You know I have it. I just started reading it, and I didn't like. I like literally just threw my phone. And I was like, "Fuck this dude!" And then well, obviously that's not the case. It doesn't happen. Yeah. But I was so mad at him <laughs> for like two full days, and then I realized I was like, "Oh, that that doesn't happen."
3: Uh, for <laughs> a minute, then I was like, "I was really not paying attention in that movie." <laughs> yeah. but I feel like with that
1: though, like he has. Even if he went, "Oh yeah, I'm just I was just kidding," she doesn't really yeah. he Like, well now I know she doesn't die. die yeah. Right, yeah, 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 Double yeah.
4: spoiler. Uh, yeah. Zach, you got the last. Well, bit. just real we'll quick, real quick before well, we move on to Zach, I just want to point out that like so that email. just read was entirely highlighted in pink but there there are two things highlighted in blue on the same sheet i assume by you it's it's laura the name of the person who wrote Uh in and then the bottom it just says I can also hold in a poo for at least 10 days. No! You can't be good! Hey, Lord, don't do that. You know what's going to get spoiled is your life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's because right, recently um, I was doing a podcast with Joe and Dale. and I really needed to go to a poo, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep it in and then maybe we'll give like the podcast a weird, cool energy.
3: <laughs> and he did. No, no, because they were just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. They, they put like, Joe off, if anything. They
1: thought about my poo a lot, yeah. What you got, Zach?
0: <laughs> Nothing that good. <laughs> Richard writes in, In my office, some filthy cunt, not me, is clipping his toenails in the toilet Regarding dorm rooms, I used to work in the cinema in, I don't know, some British word, previously mentioned by Gav on the podcast. In our living room, we had a massive Michael Clayton banner with George Clooney's face covering one wall a little bit classier than a fucking Jaws poster, Yeah. Wow.
3: So you get emails about whether loot boxes are a good
0: thing.
4: Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So 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 these two things. One, Joe read this email to me the other day, and he thought this was someone who sent it around the office about our toilets. He was like, you can't can't be using language like that on into work email. (laughs) Uh, And the second thing, I wanted to ask you guys this question. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, did I rush through it? I'm sorry. Do you clip your... No. No. we, we said this once on yeah, the podcast: like, while, what right, posters yeah. did you have in your room at university? We've we seen like, everyone at like university has You and age. I like
4: similar age. We yeah, had, yeah. we like text <laughs> chains from Star Wars, Jaws, Jaws Jurassic man oh, I'm a pretentious fuck, so I had like Amelie. And, and I, I, had, like, I had like a <laughs> bunch of yeah, I like you fucking of course <laughs> you had. I <laughs> actually Seven Samurai. I don't know if you've seen it. It's actually the inspiration for Star Wars. That was totally like I was definitely that kid freshman year of college. who like, anytime anyone came in my room, I was like, oh, have you seen this this French film it's like very. And oh, it's like, it's it's uh, Andrew's explaining. so yeah. sensitive. <laughs> it reminded
1: Remind me, like from Kiwi but I, I, had like a Polish version of The Hustler, like in our living room, like for ages. Yeah, that was really. But nice.
3: we have seen like the Eastern European posters oh, yeah, for a lot crazy. of the, um, Hollywood movies because yeah. they would just do their own versions. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah, Star yeah. Wars ones especially yeah. really yeah. really cool. ones are
0: Amazing. Yeah.
1: yeah. What do you? What do you have?
0: Um, my college dorm, I had uh, The Strokes. Nice. Um, I had a Japanese Star Wars poster
4: and wow, the Clash.
0: Nice. Yeah. Wow. That's good. This this very course, good. Huh?
4: ones. Very yeah. good. Yeah. I was. Uh, I had definitely um, Anomaly. I had Eternal Sunshine. I had uh, the only one comes, slips down is Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that pigeon her. lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is like my Mrs. Doubtfire yeah, poster. A little bit.
3: You got a girl. Where I go. I don't know if you've seen the the film Flubber. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's beautiful it's changed your life where are you going?
1: <laughs> amazing um, yeah one more thing before we go uh, yeah so if you want to write into IGN UK feedback at igen.com with stuff you can stop sending stuff about poo though it's too much now um, but we are going to be doing IGN podcast 400
3: yeah, we might need Life. to finagle the numbers a little bit. Yeah, so we did. Yeah. We skipped five hundred, so we uh, went four hundred. We've had so many specials yeah. over the year. This is like episode four hundred and twelve twenty probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So cool. we're nice. going to be doing a
1: live show on Friday, September fifteenth, um, in London. Uh, the closest place, uh, the closest tube station, is Old Street. Um, but all the details for the venue and, like, how much it's going to cost and how you get there, what time and shit like that, it's all going to be in – you can buy tickets, the first batch of tickets right now while you're listening to this. Um, if you go to – I don't know. How, where
3: can they go to? <laughs> well, follow us on Twitter.
1: Yeah. follow. we'll retweet the link yeah, yeah, to it. Yeah. And then the link in that. There will be a link in the podcast story, and the link will be in the iTunes info stuff as well, so yeah. you can get it off that.
4: I do want to so, yeah. just thank you, Gav, you for um, – offering to fly Zach and I out yeah. personally yeah. back yeah. very, very yeah. excited to be, yeah, that be the, a part of just uh, just a, really cool a UK to pay podcast for that. 400 yeah, yeah that's no cool. picking it up yeah. 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 Oh, so it's perfect. Perfect. yeah
3: and he said you can bring five more people
1: oh yeah. perfect yeah. awesome all right. um, yeah. but yeah it's, that's going to be a really good time we've got big plans for it like me and Dale went down to check out the venue the other day and it was this big thing where me and Dale came back and we were like it's perfect for the podcast I was like guys I mean was like sounds like there's a buck and I was like
3: oh god dude
1: they don't have any draft beers, all bottles and we were like Fuck! And for a while, we generally thought about not doing it at this place. And we were like, let's not be so fucking stupid. It's a b- brilliant venue. We'll just drink bottles of beer for the night." Yeah, whatever. That's fine. We'll take our own cans. What? We'll be all right. We could we do that. <laughs> yeah, she's the talent. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for coming on this podcast. Yeah, it's going to be an amazing week weekend. Uh, Gamescom. That, that's going to be good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks, guys. We'll see you guys next week.
5: Bye. Uh,